Hey everyone, it's Charity Gibson coming at you with episode number five of the Badass Women of Promo podcast. Today we're doing something a little different. There is no guest today. I told you right when we started this thing that you are going to open this up and sometimes you're never going to know what you're going to get. Today is one of those days. Today I want to come on and just talk to you a little bit about how to be a badass. Now I am not claiming to be a badass at all, um, but I do know that I have done some research and listened to a lot of really amazing people and have kind of accumulated a lot of their wisdom in my mind through following them. So I know that a lot of the thoughts that I have are definitely not my own and are inspired by the people that I surround myself with, the books that I read, the videos that I watch, um, and the people that I associate myself with both inside and outside of the promotional products industry. So I just wanted to share some of the things that I've learned today. One of the things that I see um, within the industry are a lot of people in my consulting and the mentoring that I do that are so frustrated with where they are because they're not where they say they want to be. Um, one of the things that I want to point out today is that we need to quit giving ourselves the excuse or telling ourselves that we want something that we really don't want. I was listening to Rachel Hollis the other day um, on the uh, podcast that she was giving, and one of the things that she talked about was somebody that um, was wanting to lose weight. And I know all the things that we tell ourselves, she was telling herself, I know all the things I'm supposed to do. I know all the foods that I'm supposed to eat, but I just don't do it. And one of the things Rachel said back to her was, no, you don't. You don't know what you need to do. Because if you knew what you needed to do, it would be done. There's obviously maybe you know the food and maybe you know the actions you need to take. But what you don't know is how to overcome the mental block and the mental wall you're putting in front of yourself that keeps you from reaching your goals. And so this is one of the things that I really thought about and I've been thinking about for a long time. I'm going to tell my fiance this very often. I'm like, I want blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, then go get it. I'm like, I must not really want it because if I want it, I would have it. Because guess what? I always get what I want. I'm not asking for it to be given to me. I know that I have to work for it. But what charity wants, charity gets. And so I know that if I don't have something that I supposedly want or that I say that I want, I don't want it. And there are a million reasons that I don't want it. And that typically comes to me, um, I think about the reason that I say that I want something and then I don't get it, is because I'm not willing to give up what it's going um, to take to, to do that. I'm not willing to give up a habit that I'm comfortable with. I'm not willing to give up a routine um, in the morning. So if I want to go to the gym in the morning, but I'm going to have to give up my 3 a.m. work time and my cups of coffee that I enjoy outdoors sometimes and the getting lost driving around um, with the, the windows down and the radio on. Those are things that I enjoy. And the thought of having to give up that time that does so much for me mentally is scary to me, even though I want the return of what I'll feel like and look like physically, I am scared in a way, or maybe I'm just selfish in a way that I don't want to give up those things in hand A to get the reward that's in hand B. And so this is one of the things that I would challenge you guys to look at today. What are the things that you're frustrated about in your life? I wish I was this. I wish I had this job. I wish I was making this much money, or I wish I worked for this company, or 
any of these goals that you have for yourself or the I wish I could or I wish I had or I wish I would, what are your I wishes? And my challenge for you is to write down those I wishes and think about why you're not accomplishing those things. Do you really want them? And more so, and I guess this is just a product of me aging, <laughs> like inching towards my midlife at this point in time, but my, um, my thought process lately has been, what are the things that I need to do now so that when I'm older or to the point where I can no longer do certain things, I won't have said, I won't be able to say, I wish I had. So I'm looking at fitness goals. I'm looking at travel goals. I'm looking at all of these things that I say, I want to do, I want to do, I want to do. And that leads me back to what are the things that I'm doing now that are keeping me from accomplishing these goals? What are the things that I'm not doing now that are keeping me from accomplishing these goals? And one of the things that I'm starting to do, and feel free to ask me about these things or keep me accountable, but I also want you guys to do as well, is pull out a journal, a piece of paper. If you're more comfortable doing this electronically, that's cool too, but write down all of your I wishes. I wish I was this. I wish I could go here. I wish I had this job. I wish I made this kind of money. I wish I had a house here. Um, Maybe you want to buy a boat. Maybe you want to travel to a particular country or have a certain experience. Write all of those I wishes down. And then think about, or also take a, another minute to, to think about, and then also write down what you would need to change in order to make those things happen. So if I said a year from now, I want to be making X number of dollars per year, what would have to change for me to do that? And just write that down. And then you'll be able to take a look back at those things and say, yes, I'm willing to do this. No, I'm willing, not willing to do that. Yes, I'm willing to do this. And write down your things that you want to have accomplished in one year, three years, and five years, or even by retirement age, if it's a certain thing that you want to have investment-wise, or, um, you know, a number of counts, or maybe you have an exit strategy about selling your business, all of those things, write that down. And even if you do nothing else, you're going to start inching that way just because now you're, it's in your subconscious mind. You've planted that seed and somehow now you're going to be able to subconsciously work your way towards some of these things. The better thing to do, obviously, that's a lot more proactive is to actually now work backwards from that. And you hear this all the time and you take these steps. Okay, I need to, you know, go to the gym three times a week and make sure I'm only taking in 1500 calories and drinking this much water and, you know, all of these different things, whatever it looks like. We take the steps backwards to that plan and we map it out. But I think sometimes we forget the psychology behind it. It's not the things that you have to do in order to get to that goal sometimes. You do need to write those things down. But the thing I'm going to challenge you for today, the thing I really want you to consider and think about, are what of the things that you are going to have to stop doing in order to get from point A to point B to point C and beyond. And those are the things that are going to have a grief process um, associated with them. And that's really hard to think about. A grief process, Charity, what are you talking about? There's no grief stopping doing something. Um, but I had a life coach that told me that by the time we're 30 years old, we have incurred up to 40 losses in our life. And that means that we have the loss of a pet, the loss of a person, but it also includes the loss of an ideal, 
the loss of an expectation or a hope or a dream that was never realized. And the grief process is a very real process that holds us in the past and keeps us in the prison of the past and also keeps us in the future thinking forward and build, filling our heads with worry. And once we can break free of those two things by eliminating the grief or by um, coming to, to closure on a lot of these expectations we have of ourselves, um, unrealized visions we had for ourselves, then we can stop being limited by our daily routines and all of the programming and the things that we do consistently out of habit and start doing things out of intention. And there was a quote that I love uh, to say all the time. I've, I've read it a number of times. I've posted it a number of times. And it says, the habits you created to survive will no longer serve you when it's time to thrive. And so I just encourage you today to take a look at that. So write down the, the places where you are happy with your life. Write down the places where you'd love to see things changed or maybe you've got some great goals and some great dreams. And then write down the things that you need to do to get from point A to point B to point C and beyond. And then also write down the things that you were going to have to get up, uh, give up to get there. So for me, for an example, I do not like going to the gym in the afternoon. And I bring this up a lot because this is the one big challenge. Work for me is easy. Marketing, easy. Social media, easy. Selling umbrellas, super fun. Promotional products, I'm good at it. Going to the gym and fitness, I stink. And so this is something that is just so tough for me. And the thought of having to give up time and that routine that I love in the morning. And I say, okay, well, Charity, I'm just going to go to the gym in the afternoon. Well, guess what? That's the biggest lie that I ever tell myself because I wake up so, so early in the morning that by two or three o'clock in the afternoon, I'm reduced to doing emails, graphic design, things like that. But I am not getting out of the house to do anything but go shopping or eat a nice dinner. Um, the thought of going to the gym in the afternoon is like mind blowing to me. So I'm faced with the choice that in order to meet my fitness goals that revolve around the activity part of the need to reach that goal, I'm going to have to either give up a part of my morning routine or b my mental block that I'm putting up about working out in the afternoon. And until I'm ready to come to terms with the fact that that has to happen, nothing in my life is going to change as far as my fitness goals are concerned. And so it's really, really important to just recognize that. It's not about what you have to start doing. In some cases, it's about what you, it's about what you have to stop doing. So that's it. That's my challenge for you guys today. Make those lists. Write that stuff down. Just give yourself time to think about what that looks like and what reaching your goals looks like. And then decide whether you're willing to make that leap or not. Um, and just make sure that you get to your end of your life or the end of your career or the end of this season, the end of the month, whatever it is. And if you had something in your head you wanted to do, either just decide today to do it or decide today that you're okay not doing it and realize that whatever it is, that choice is yours and yours alone to make right? So now you guys have your challenge, you have your homework, you know how to get a hold of me if you need help or you have a question. And I don't have all the answers, but I hopefully can put you in touch with somebody that can help you along the way and help you get on the road to achieving some of those goals. And so that's it. Go on and uh, make sure that you share this with your friends if you don't mind. If you can give a like and a share and a comment to our friends at Common Skew for helping make this whole thing possible, that would be fantastic. And otherwise, go out there and continue to find your inner badass. Thanks all. Have a great rest of your week.